This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. And welcome to episode 131 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Hail to the king. <laughs> I use that quote for a reason, but how are you, sir? I'm good. I just got off of work. And yeah. Yeah, I went in voluntarily today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'm okay. Nice. Yeah. Back's better, so yeah. of course I'm working it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean there was with that five week stretch there that yeah. I yeah, you couldn't even fucking move. No, so I couldn't work yeah. extra. You know, so right. I figured I'd go in and work a little. Nice, but anyway, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, my knees still hurt like a motherfucker, but you know, do they? Yeah. It's the price of being fat. Yeah, I mean, it is like it, it was like it's one of those deals where like you know, I pushed myself so hard physically during the move that like a month later, like I'm I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm like sitting here in pain because I'm not, but like if I sit around too long and then I stand up, I, like the, I can feel like the, the tendons in the back of my knees have tightened up. Yeah. You know, like that for whatever reason, that's not loosening up properly. Yeah. I probably there's probably some stretches I can do to loosen that shit up or something, but that's shit I gotta figure out, and mm-hmm. start doing. But other than that, like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm losing weight. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Steps. I have steps. Like I'm going up and down steps now. <laughs> that's not gonna make you lose weight. But for me, like, here, oh, here's a funny, like, okay, like, today. Here's, here's a prime example. Well, you have steps in your house. I yeah, guess. I have steps in my house, yeah. But here, here's a prime example. So today, me and Nancy has the weekend off, so we went shopping. We went to Walmart uh-huh. for some ungodly reason. And we were walking around that Walmart. why you fail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we're walking around Walmart. Now, normally, in the amount of time we were walking around Walmart, I would have broken into a sweat. Like lately, within the within the past year, like something like that would have had me sweating like a whore in church. Okay, you know, I would have just been covered in sweat, and I didn't break a sweat today. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, like even standing around, like I didn't break into a sweat like I normally would. Yeah, now, like today, I'm I was trying to get the the computer plugged in, and I mean it's hot in the dining room today. Yeah, in the, in the recording is. studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's humid outside, so it doesn't help. Um, so like in here, it's it's humid. And so I, I like you came in, you're like, man, you're sweating. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm sweating. Too. Yeah, but well, 
hotter than a motherfucker, <laughs> you know. But like, I yeah. was probably like, one of those things. Like, I kind of took a little bit of pride in myself. It was like, man, I walked around Walmart for an hour today and I didn't break a sweat. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there is something to it. Yeah. You know. Maybe. Maybe. So, so what have you been up to? Nothing. I watched Avengers Endgame again. Yeah. Cried like a bitch. No. I did. I know what you mean. I can't. I can't fucking help myself. I cried every every time that part comes on. I cry. Every every time the beginning scene. Well. Yeah. It starts off the Hawkeye. The Hawkeye scene at the beginning is just morally crushing. <laughs> it is. You know. And then, yeah, of course, Widow's death. Yeah. But. Fuck, man. When he fucking. Then on your left, dude. It's just. Oh, it kills you. Every time. It doesn't matter. Like. Yeah. And you're, you're just a sobbing coming. bitch the entire yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you are. You are. You're absolutely right. I mean, you're even sobbing when you see witch have her powers, like true powers of yeah. what witch is made of. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, like, this I mean, is there, there, her. Yeah. Like, there's so many like moments after. Like, at, at, like, from the moment Cap calls Mjolnir to him. Oh, man. You know, from that moment forward, I am just a blubbering mess until the end of that fucking movie. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then into the credits because of the fucking the, uh. the, the ripoff of Star Trek. And it's, it's brilliantly done, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, it's so right. beautiful. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, oh. It's just so good. It is. I, it's I, you know it's it's funny we've had the discussion on whether man God whether uh, Endgame was better than um, Infinity War Infinity War yeah <laughs> and we both said that Infinity War was a was a better story yeah but damn it if Endgame doesn't bring out all the emotion it you've does. ever had in your oh, life oh yeah it absolutely because I've does. watched Infinity War and yeah. it brings out emotion but like it's like for that last quarter of the movie, do you know what I mean? Yeah. In Endgame, it's like the Peter Parker scene, Tony Stark scene, yeah. times ten yeah. for the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, which, which makes me wonder, <clears throat> it absolutely makes me wonder how I'm going to react to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Like, in all honesty, like, I mean, you know, this is the end of the saga. The saga that began... When I was five years old. Yeah. You know, nine movies over 40 years or so. And how am I going to react to the end of this saga? Like, is it going to invoke the same kind of emotion that Endgame did? I hope it will, but I don't think it's going to. No, I don't think so either. I don't think I've watched a series ever in my life that brought out that kind of stuff. I mean, we've seen glimpses like the last David Tennant episode of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's just an example. Yeah. We've had little snippets of yeah. here and there. There is... I, cinematically, I've never seen anything like that in a film with On Your Left. Yeah. I just, I just haven't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I even get emotional when fucking Ant-Man comes out of the fucking rubble. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 
I mean, I got chills yeah. right now from it because right. I know that character. I know. Yeah. Not the character, but I've. I know the size. I've right. read it in books. Right. I mean, but to see it come, and we saw it. Of course, we have seen him come. You know, in Ant Man Wasp, and then we saw it in, and you know, at the yeah. airport, and it's and I thought it was yeah. cool. But this had more. Right. There was more meaning behind this because he was saving them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, and you throw on top of it, you know, the 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 ending ending with Cap. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, it's just yeah. I mean, it's, there's just. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, I've never, I, I you know, and I'm, I'm somebody, you know, we've discussed it. Like, I, I, you know, I do get emotional with movies. I do, it, like, allow myself to become emotionally invested in the story and the characters. Especially if something is going, like, long running. Um, but, like, I, I don't think anything has invoked that type of feeling like, like Endgame did. Ever. No. Like, I just I don't understand where like I do understand because it's an emotional investment of uh, over ten years of twenty somewhat movies, right? And you know the the story that was told with all of these characters, but I mean, oh, Pepper coming up to Tony when he was dying, yeah. The kid asking for a cheeseburger, yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 something doesn't stop. Yeah, (laughs) it it, it is something where like if you are not rolling big like if you have watched all of these movies and you get to this movie and you're not rolling big fat tears down your cheeks because of joy and sadness <laughs> then I, i'm you just don't have a soul right you know i even cried at the part where falcon was talking to fucking cap and he's like you want to tell me about her he's like oh not really yeah yeah good yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like and yes, you know, yeah, yeah. yes, you want to keep that private. I mean, that's like, yeah. that's your history, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny, like, we, we, I know people will be like, oh, they're talking about fucking Endgame again. Oh, but you don't, like, and I get it, like, you know, we shouldn't, but like, when you watch it, it just, it invokes emotion at this point still. Like, it's like a raw nerve. Like, and I hope that, that rawness never goes away with this movie. I hope I never have a moment where I watch that movie and I don't cry. Right. Oh, I know. You know. When he picks up Mjolnir and blasts Thanos into the air, I'm like... You know? Yeah. And, like, you're seeing a lot of special effects with this, too, but there's a lot of action. A lot of, like, hitting and fighting and... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And really good. Yeah. You know? It's just... oh, Especially Thor with the two... With Mjolnir and... Yeah. And the... Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, just bringing it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, there's just so many moments. Yeah. There's just so many moments in this film. And, like, I know people had a problem with the women part. I, I get it. Um, that didn't really bring out emotion in me. The part that brought emotion out, out of me was when uh, Captain Marvel said, Hi, Peter Parker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was like, whoa. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's... Because she's above yeah. most of these most of these yeah. Avengers. And she knows it. Here's what I find interesting. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Okay, Brie Larson is rumored to to be up for a role in a Star Wars movie. Okay, and she is a huge Star Wars fan. She freely admits it. She's a, a huge Star Wars nerd, and people are like, "Fuck her! She ruined Captain." Do, do you have a problem with Brie Larson at all? No. Neither do I. Like I don't see where people have a problem with her. I thought she did great as Captain Marvel. I loved her 
in Endgame. I, I love the haircut. Um, she played that role perfectly. That's the way she should play it. I agree. Like because I have... when she was in that room with the rest of them, yeah, and how he brought the yeah. weapon to him, yeah, and she didn't flinch. Why would she? Right. I mean, she knows. I mean, like she's she's more powerful than probably anybody in that room. Right. But like as an actress, like I, I had no problem with the way she portrayed Captain Marvel. Mm. I, I liked her in Kong Skull Island. Yeah. You know, like as an actress, I don't have a problem with her. And so if she can bring something to a Star Wars movie, please. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, I, I have no problem with her as an actress. And like there were people just trolling the fuck out of this, and I'm just like, why? Give me a break, man. Yeah. Just we're lucky we have such good actors. Yeah, who, and who, more importantly, actors of that caliber who want to do these types of movies. I mean, you have to think about this, right? Right? Right. Having Downey. Yeah. Right? Cumberbatch. Yeah. Evans. Yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah. What's her name? Black Widow. Yeah. That's just naming the mine not miners, but that's just naming like a couple people. Piven. Yeah. Right, not Piven. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Not, not Jeremy Piven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> hugging a knot. Show me where the Pampers is. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that was Favreau, actually. Yeah. Um, but Piven, I think, was in there. But um, what I'm saying is, like, we're lucky to even have these actors in this movie. We're lucky to have Strange played by Cumberbatch. Yeah. You talk about a perfect Doctor Strange? Yeah. I couldn't think of any money more perfect... How he how he played the role? Right. That was Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, like you, you you have like these these top notch actors who want to be in these types of movies. Olsen. Yeah, and like it's just like one of those things. Sam where you, Jackson. Yeah. I can just keep going down the line. And you just like, you know, it's it's fascinating because like, in, in in a bygone era, this was this would have only been regulated to action stars. This wouldn't have gone to quality actors. No. And I think that's part of what raised the level of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was the actors that were willing to be in these movies. Yeah. I mean, you say Evans, but at the time, like, when Chris Evans was... was True, yeah. ...brought on his cap, I mean, you know, he was known for being a, a really shitty Johnny Storm yeah. and, you know, like, a couple other things. Like, but I look mean, what he became. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's become a much more accomplished actor since... But like it, it's it's one of those things where like I still like I just I look around at the act like as as a whole like I'm fascinated by like the quality of actor they've brought in for the majority of these roles like even somebody like I mean you you, you had and she's coming back like you know Natalie Portman yeah this is this is well below her it is you know what I mean like I mean this is not Natalie Portman work right you know but here here she is you know. Right, coming back for Thor, and we all know Ryan Reynolds is a great actor, and I'm sure I don't know how they're going to float him in. I hope they never do. He's going to be floated in somehow. I hope they never do because I want Deadpool <laughs> to remain R. Yeah, I, know. I mean he should be dropping Fox and motherfuckers on a regular basis. I know. You know, but as far as Marvel casting, yeah, these people, well. Ryan Reynolds was really wasn't more. That was Fox. Yeah. Fox, the one thing they did get right. But um, I'm just impressed by the actors. 
I mean, yeah. you take... I know they're uncomparable, but you take the actors that are in X-Men and you take the act- actors that are in Avengers. It's night and day. Aside from a couple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I cannot talk anything on... on Patrick Stewart, you know, McAvoy. Or... Yeah. Um, Either of the guys who played Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. Fastbender. And... Uh, Gandalf. Yeah, Gandalf. <laughs> nah, he's great. He's one of the most accomplished actors yeah, he ever. Yeah, he is. But, um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's amazing that we even have these actors in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Even Paul Rudd's fantastic. I think. I, I mean, yeah. I think Paul Rudd played the perfect comedy relief in that film. Yeah. And I no, don't, I agree I with don't you. even necessarily know if he was a comedic relief. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I watched Ant-Man Wasp the other day, too. Yeah. Which is a good film. Yeah. I, I think it's a great film, actually. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. You have to admit. It's, yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. Especially with Pfeiffer. She looks so good. Mmm. But she looked fantastic. Yeah. I mean, truly. I I mean, like, wow. Yeah. Holy smoke. You know what I mean? Like, wow, the wasp. Yeah. You know? Welcome to the smoke show. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh, the thing about her, like, real quick, just on that, the thing about her is I can see her as a young wasp. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, I, I would love to have seen her play Wasp in her 30s. You know, Janet Van Dyne. Yes. You know, you're right. Yeah. I can see her leading the yeah. fucking Avengers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's completely believable. Right. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Let's get off in. Well, on, on another... Sci-fi adventure. Mm-hmm. I watched Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yes, how was that? Oh my god! But was it good? I've heard mixed reviews. Like I've heard like people really like it, and some people like, eh, and then they're like, oh, not enough fighting, and da, 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 da. oh no 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 like uh, <laughs> hi Hawthorne, King of the Monsters. Yeah, speaking of the it. The story that's being told, like, from the human standpoint, is just okay. Okay. It's sufficient to get me from point A to point B. Okay. And all it's supposed to do is get me from point A to Godzilla and Mothra versus Monster Zero and Rodan. That's the goal of this movie. Okay. Get me to Boston. (laughs) You know, because that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah. And... The, the story that it tells is just all right, but the the monster on monster violence the is epic. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like this isn't this isn't the 2014 Godzilla where I've got oh the the monsters are gonna fight and a door closes. No 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 no. There's shit going down and you're getting to see the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And 
I mean, like the first time Big G and and and, and Gordia meet in the in Antarctica, right, right up until the final battle. Oh man, it's good. Yeah. Oh. And there are so many like little like the guy who directed this. He he's a, he's a he's a, like even before. I watched like the behind the scenes stuff. Like I could tell that whoever directed this was a fan. Yeah. Because like like at one point like you know they they deploy the the oxygen destroyer, uh-huh. which is like for hardcore fans like that was from the very first movie. Okay. That's how they kill Godzilla mm-hmm. in the like in the, like in 1954. That's how they kill Godzilla is this oxygen destroyer. Um, so that was like a great like pull. As a as a hardcore fan, like you're like, oh shit, okay, uh-huh. there you go. Um, at the end of the movie, they start invoking like the musical cues from Toho. Okay, like that. Like, like there's like that when Godzilla shows up. Like there's always like that big brass, like like I don't know what if it's trombones or or tubas or whatever. Like, but there's like this big brass like musical cue for when Godzilla shows up. Okay. And they start invoking that and like at the near the end of the movie, like using these types of musical cues for the uh, all the monsters. And you're just like, oh fuck. Okay. Uh-huh. Somebody's digging deep. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like just so well done. And like it looked good. Like the monster fights were epic. I oh I was right there. Like couldn't and like it and the best part was like so like the whole the whole key, key to this was Nancy bought this for me before we even fucking moved, uh-huh. but I wasn't allowed to watch it until we moved, and you know in the new apart in the new house with the the sound bar set up and everything so we could hear it in like it, in the epic sound that it was meant to be heard in. Yeah. So last Sunday, I, I went out of my way. I bought popcorn. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna watch the movie. Well, she fell asleep. Ah. She was just tired. She, she had a long day at work. She came home. I was trying to do something nice for her, and she, she crashed. But she, and she felt bad. But, um, so I finished watching it last Sunday. I was like, fuck, fuck you. I'm watching the rest of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, she watched it on Friday. Like, she finished watching it Friday while I was at work. Mm. And she starts texting me as she's watching it. Uh-huh. And she, like, she's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. Oh fuck, that was epic! And then I called her like before she gets to the end, like like during the final battle. I'm like, "There's one more big thing coming up," and then she fucking texts me. She's like, "Hail to the king, fucking right, bitch!" Like yeah. it's like it's a line from the movie, and it's like when it's delivered, it's just like, "Oh fuck yes!" And I'm it, I, just fantastic. I loved it. I can't wait for Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Oh. It's gonna be fantastic. But I like Kong. Well, so do I. I, 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 I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen because of what they set up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, like it's there's going to be a, there's going to be more of a twist to this, and it's just Kong and Godzilla going head to head. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think there's going to be something more to this. Now, I mean, like at the end of this movie, it's clear who the alpha is. It's Godzilla. Oh, of course. You know, like you, you would, like there's a great moment, like the, when the movie like ends, you're just like, motherfucker. Like I mean, yeah. it's like, oh shit, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. that type of moment where you, I, I, and I don't want to give it away because like you're gonna see the movie eventually. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, I, mean, yeah I will. And I, mean, it's just like, oh fuck, you know, but like, 
I just I cannot wait for Kong versus Godzilla. I can't wait to see what you know what this gonna happen. I mean, and I th- I think you know I hate to say like like I guess it's a universal picture, and I, they've done a fantastic job of setting up this monster verse. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's so well done. Like, I, Godzilla was just okay. Like, I I gushed over it because that end fight with the Mudos is so fucking good. Oh man! But like the rest of that movie leading up to it was just like, fuck. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And it was like it focused too much on the human story. This this focuses on the human story, but the, at least the human story is at least mildly more interesting and yeah. more involved with the monsters. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I, I got it so fucking right with with Skull Island. Yeah. Like, that was so fucking good. Yeah. Skull yeah. Island was good. Yeah. And and so like like I had high expectations for this just coming off of Skull Island like it's like. They learned their lessons, and they did. Like, I mean, there's some great moments in this movie, like, throughout it. Not just at the end of the movie. I mean, the end of the movie's fucking epic. But there are some moments throughout this movie where we're like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. I, I can't believe they went there. You know? And it's, it's, like, really well done. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Godzilla deserves it. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Man. I don't oh. want to see it. Oh, epic, epic! And Mo- Mothra is so well done. Yeah, like every, everything about the movie, like really well done. Like I was like very impressed with it. Yeah, yeah. Like from a monster standpoint, it's like really, it, it it's like beautifully crafted. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's important. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, it absolutely is. And like it, it, it's just like. The attention to detail on the monsters and the way they look, and then like like watching the behind the scenes stuff today, like you find like they, instead of it just being like all just CGI, like they were using a lot of motion capture with the uh, like Godzilla and and, and, and uh, Gordia, which is like impressive because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know the it makes their movements like the thing you always complain about like just straight CGI is like sometimes it doesn't have the weight behind it, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But this did like you 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 could see like you know so like I was watching it initially I'm like man they've got a lot of this motion looks just like really fluid and natural and it's because it was an actor doing it yeah like and that was impressive and that you know so worth the money oh yeah definitely worth the money that's cool I mean I'll, I'll say it this way like if you are a fan of these types of movies you are going to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Like absolutely. If if you enjoy Godzilla movies from back in the day, if if you've enjoyed Godzilla, like the if you enjoyed Skull Island, mm-hmm. okay, or even Pacific Rim, I'm thinking even even Pacific Rim, yeah. Like I mean, if you just enjoy giant monsters fighting giant monsters with a a, a, a snippet of a story involved with it, it, it's worth the watch. Yeah. Okay. If if you are somebody who like has no interest in seeing. Anything like this, like then don't watch it at all because it's it's not going to sway you, you know. But if you are somebody who enjoys a good giant monster movie, by please by all means take it in. Don't let what other people have said sway you, other than what I'm saying because like I'm a fan and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. All right, you know. I get it. Yeah. All right. It is a a, a fantastic two hours. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, pretending old show proper. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we can start with the big news this week. Yeah. Spider-Man is back in the fold, baby. Yeah, I know. I, I knew that was going to happen. I just... 
Yeah, I, I felt pretty confident about that too. Yeah, it just Marvel's just not gonna say, "Nah, we're good." <laughs> He's just so huge in this universe. Well, I mean, there are things I do find interesting. Uh, number one, hmm. it's only for one more movie between Marvel and, and Sony. For now. Right, but that, they that, renegotiate. That, that's, the, that's the deal for right now. For, for one more movie, and it's Marvel gets 25%. Yeah. With, you know, which is up 20% from the five they were getting previously. Right. Um, he does get to appear in another Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. And Kevin Feige basically in, gave an indication that he would cross universes. So, apparently he is going to appear in whatever it is that Sony's doing as well. Yeah. But the next Spider-Man movie, as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe goes, is like, what, June of 2021 now? Yeah. Something like that. So, It'll be here before you know it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... I guess my question is, how do you feel about all of this? Like, like, are, are, is this like with everything I just I, I just said? Like, does that like concern you at all? Does it make you happy? Like, what are you thinking? Uh, it makes me happy that he's back in this in this universe. I, I think Spider Man belongs in this universe. Um, I think the more important thing is Marvel's involved. I right. think that's the key. Um. I think that's, I mean, in the big picture. Right. I think that the input there has to be there. Although Venom was good. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and it was, because I truly enjoyed Venom for what it was. It, okay. was, it was a decent movie. Um, Marvel needs to be involved with Spider-Man. I mean history (laughs) you know what i mean like i wouldn't say cash cow because it's been their cash cow but what i'm saying is like marvel needs to be on the spider-man side of things versus sony just going you know what i mean right that's my feeling well i mean like here's the thing like i mean they've done so well with all these movies like here's the thing that concerns me okay the day before this gets announced. This deal gets announced that they, they've reached a, a deal for one more movie. Yeah. You know, Sony's talking about... They want to do a Madam Web movie. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they want to do a Madam Web movie. Which is, like, the most ancillary character you can possibly find. Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about a character that does little to nothing... Right. Madam Web is your is your character of choice, you know, yeah. and like like it's like one of those deals where like like if you hold all the other cards, like if you're saying if you're saying to yourself like okay we've got all these Spider Man characters we can choose from, you know I mean this is the same company that like it it it, it was true they wanted to make an Aunt May movie where she was a spy. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like I trust Sony as far as I can throw them. But with the Marvel involvement, 
Yeah, with Marvel calling the shots. I think he puts him in with check. Ke- with Kevin Feige saying, this is what we're going to do. Yes, but it's only for one more movie, and it makes it sound like Sony still needs to do whatever the fuck they want. You they- know Feige wants to do a Sinister Six movie. I, 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 I'm positive. I feel very com- I feel very confident that somehow, some way, they are going to have Spider Man and Venom too. Okay. That's what I, I honestly I think. If you're talking about why, why was that such a cryptic saying? Like, why did Foggy say that? I think it's because Sony's like we need him for our Spider Verse. Yeah. We we at some point we need him back. Right. Right. You know, and you you can have him. You we we can do this other this billion dollar movie you know because we all like money but at some point we need them back because we got shit we got to do yeah yeah. you know morbius is on the way <laughs> right we're we're, we're, we're we're doing venom too and you know god help us we're gonna do madam web <laughs> yeah and if i'm kevin feige I'm like you want to do what yeah you know that if marvel owned the rights to spider-man no, seriously. I just have that feeling that they would have done a sinister movie. Yes, and they would have done it right. Yeah. Like I, the thing I hate is this isn't a situation like, and this is how it's been portrayed. It's been portrayed as like I just can't believe they have I, they have them. I, I yeah. can't. I mean, it, it absolutely out of out of the entire Marvel universe. It blows my mind that Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I know why it is. I know. Yeah. I know. I get. I understand. But it absolutely blows my fucking mind that Marvel does not have 100% control of Spider-Man. Right. It's mind-numbing. It is. It's like almost a thorn in my side. It is. Because here, here's the thing. It's almost depressing. Because you, you, here's the thing, and this is the thing I hated. Like, it, and then the number two was X Men. Yeah, but like it became like one of those things where like people were like, it was like, why are you rooting for the evil empire in this situation? Let Sony have the money. Like, isn't this just Marvel and Disney being greedy? And like, I get your point, but at the same time, I want that character where I believe he could be best taken care of. Right. And it's not with Sony. It's not. They've made one good fucking movie. Yeah. And that was a cartoon. Yeah. What? I, I, I agree. That, that, you know, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, they, they, their, their batting average is so low when it comes to this character. And the other ideas that they've had for this character and the things around it, I, I can't trust them. Right. I know. I, I'm completely with you on that. But like it was like if you're rooting for Marvel and Disney in this situation, you're rooting for the evil empire. Well, no, I just rooting for the people who will best take care of the character. Because you know that if if he went to Marvel, it would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean you know it. We're gonna see. We would see stuff from Spider Man that we should have been seeing for the last twenty years. We have. Yeah. Well. You know, what I mean, like, I mean, in a honestly, short glimpse. I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, we would, if, if I, if I truly believe, if Marvel owned Disney slash Marvel owned Spidey, we would see Craven the Hunter and fucking the Sinister, and I mean, we would see all that. 
You know what I mean? Like Marvel Studios was able to take the Iron Spider suit and make it cool. Hmm. They were able to take the Iron Spider suit and make it cool. Like, I hate the Iron Spider. I've never been a fan of the Iron Spider suit. But they found a way to make it cool and work. Marvel Studios also took B-level characters and made them gods. Exactly. No, I mean, that's like, that's the truth. Like, it makes you wonder, when am I going to get an X-Men movie? Because, like, they can do it. You know they can do it. You know they're going to knock it out of the park. <clears throat> no, yeah. Like... Finally, I'm going to get that that, 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 that that fucking Fantastic Four movie I rightfully deserve. Yeah. And we want it. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> Because you know this universe needs Reed Richards. Yeah. like it, I get it. You know, you're, I'm rooting for the evil empire in this case because the evil empire does it right. Yeah, they do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I agree. You know, I, I, I'm in, I'm in I want to root for the little guy. Sony. You know, but right. at the same time, Marvel's doing it right. D- Disney gives them the rope to do what they want, and by God, they do it right damn near every time. And that's time. the best thing. You know, the the funny thing is, when we first talked a long time ago about the merger, no, remember? And we said, oh, you know. Yeah. Iron Man with mouse ears. You know, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. They fucking nailed it every single time. They let them do what they do. Yeah. And that's, like, really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're not interjecting like, that bullshit. We, we, we felt good about Lucasfilm being purchased by Disney because the example we cited was, well, look at what they've let, allowed Marvel to do. Right. I know. And, and all, it's the God's honest truth. You go all the way, if, if you could... If you go all the way back to like our first ten episodes when all of this shit went down, we were like, we were both like, yeah, I feel pretty good about it because look at what Marvel's done. Yeah. Well. You know, so like it's like, it's funny that way. Like I, I'm, I, you know, I, I hate rooting for the evil empire. I hate rooting for the Yankees. I hate rooting for the Red Sox. But in this instance, the evil empire is doing it right. Yeah, I mean, there's only been what. One movie that Marvel did bad. Yeah. Like, really bad. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, the batting average is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, one out of, yeah. you know, an entire... F- yeah, they're batting 997. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. You I'm know? good. I don't know what they were smoking on that movie, but... Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's funny that way that, like, it's like, people are like, oh, I can't. Iron Man 3, for anybody out there. Yeah, anybody doesn't know, it's Iron Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's the turd. <laughs> the biggest turd I've ever seen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, like, oh. They can just do so much with the character. And yeah. X-Men's going to prove it. Yeah. I have full confidence that they're going to do X-Men justice. I do. Not. When people think of X-Men, they think of Wolverine. Automatically. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like every. Wolverine was their. What's the word? Lynchpin. Lynchpin. Yeah. He he was. I mean, he was. 
and every and, and Wolverine's fine, and, and Wolverine's a great character. I'm not gonna take anything because Wolverine's one of my favorite characters, right? And what they did in the Wolverine was, yeah, should have blown everybody's mind because yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, until you get to the third act, and then yeah, but um, and you're just like fuck, they did it to me again. Yeah, I, I know, but. I mean, there's so much more to the X-Men than Wolvie. Right. And there's fu- there's some fucking great storylines where Wolverine's just the sub-character. Well, I mean, it's like... Well, I mean, not sub-character, but, you know, he's the Briton, right? But it's one, it's one of those weird things, like, in the 90s, like, it was like they put Wolverine in everything. Yeah. Marvel Comics. Like, he was the cash cow. Like, mm-hmm. if you need a comic book to sell, you put Wolvie on the cover. You know? Spider-Man's got low sales. He have a crossover with Wolverine for some reason. All right. You know, yeah, that, that, that was like what that was our go-to. It was like, you know, we're going to put Wolverine in, in fucking everything. And then Deadpool came along. Uh-huh. And then it was like, that became like the thing. Like, it was like, well, you know, we'll just have Deadpool in everything. Yeah. I mean, and they drilled, Marvel's problem was they drilled some, like a character like that into the ground because they're trying to bolster sales. Right. So... And then they did Marvel Zombies, and like everything was a fucking zombie, and like, you're like, oh. yeah, no, nah. you know, like, they, 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 Mar- Marvel has that problem where like they just they drill things into the ground like that. So like things that like, and you end up thinking of a character like that because it's like, wow, he's ca- he's popular, he's the anti-hero, it's put him in fucking everything. Yeah, you know, that was the Marvel way for the '90s and the 2000s. Yeah, you know, yeah, as far as comic books went. So, like, yeah, when you get into the movies and you got Singer doing the movies, it's like, hey, you got to have Wolverine in this. He's got to be front and center. Yeah. You know. And Magneto and Professor yeah. X. Yeah. Nobody else really matters at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. That amazing character, Storm, where you got Haley Berry, Haley Berry playing her. Yeah, make her a background character. <laughs> yeah. Give her ten lines. Ten lines. Top, nothing, no, no more, you know. The storm is huge. Yeah, but it was just so yeah. bad. Yeah. And the the whole the, the only th- well, Wolverine was a real shining star that came out through these X Men movies. You're right, I mean, and that's partly because of the genius of Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman played the character perfect. Correct. Despite being six foot four. Yeah. Correct. You know. <clears throat> but another gen that came out of it was Quicksilver. Yeah. In the, in the second go around. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that was just... The only reason I watched those movies was for him. Yeah. At one point. You know I mean? I was like, oh, I got to see the scene. Yeah, because he was so good. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I mean, it was... Yeah. <clears throat> they embodied... For once, they embodied a character that was just like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. As with more, you know, with the Avengers, they did it all the time. Yeah. Like, in the movie, they constantly did it. Yeah. In this movie, they just like, eh, there's one or two yeah. moments, you know. But uh, that's the difference between Fox and Disney is... is Disney constantly captured those moments for those characters. Right. Fox periodically did. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, like, for a fanboy, you know what I mean? Right. 
seeing B-level characters come to life like this and be, like, fucking incredible. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. Especially with Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the Fox movies, did they ever... Think of the moments in Fox movies that they captured the character. I'm serious. Outside of Wolverine, because they, that was their go-to. Right. What else? I, I I think I that you know in both incarnations, like they they really did a great job of of capturing the character of Magneto. Oh yeah, you know I mean the the bridge. Yeah, the bridge. They're taking the iron out of the blood. Yeah, oh. but also what just that's probably probably my favorite scene of all X Men films. But, but 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 also though. The character of Magneto. Oh yeah, for sure. Like not not just like the powers and a little too old, but, but right. But at the same time, like it was like one of those deals where like you know you under it, even in the first three X Men movies, it was like he was like he was the villain, but it was like the first time somebody got the sympathetic villain right. You like you almost like I kind of get your point, right. I don't agree with it, but I kind of get it. You know, like you know what I mean. Like, and then like with Fastbender later on, they really created him as more, even more sympathetic with everything that happened in, in First Class. And then, I mean, you know, when, I mean, as bad as Apocalypse is, we've talked about the forest scene. Oh. You know, I mean, it is it, it is one of the best scenes yeah. in, in movie history. I mean, and they created this this character who, like, even in the comic books, is, is like this, this tortured soul who just wants to do right by mutant kind. You know, right? But doesn't know how to coexist with humanity because humanity doesn't want to coexist with him, right? You know, where Charles, who they also kind of get right, like when both incarnations, right? You know, is I, I mean, especially with Patrick Stewart. Like, I mean, as much as I love the McAvoy version, like I, the Patrick Stewart version is so much closer to sure the, the comic book. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not just talking the look. I'm just talking about the way the character is portrayed. Sure. Um, you know, I, I, I so like I you know, like even but even with Mac, like I mean, there there is that great scene in Days of Future Past where they're talking to each other. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's so well done. Right. You know, so there are you're right. I mean, there are moments. Like go lower. <laughs> but you can't go lower than that because they're not there. In all honesty, like, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like even like Jean Grey, like the one Jean Grey moment they get right is when she sacrifices herself at Alkali Lake. Okay. Like that moment where she walks out of the Blackbird and is you know lifting it up and like everything she's doing, like that, like that moment is probably as close as you're ever going to get to the real Jean Grey. Right. You know. Anyone else? I got. Nothing. Yeah, right. Cyclops, huge character. Wasted. Wasted. Havoc. Huge. I mean, Havoc is huge. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. Wasted. Rogue. Disappointing. Oh, yeah, for sure. That wasn't Rogue. Nah. You know. It's just... Maybe... maybe, They they came close to Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nightcrawler was pretty good. Especially the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe with Iceman. No. Close. No. No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Wasted. Angel was wasted. 
Oh, well, let me don't let me get me started on fucking either time with Angel. Beast was closed except for the Mako. Yeah, it was it was the perfect scientist. It's just wasted. I guess the grammar played a good Beast. Yeah, Mako was horrible. Yeah, but Beast was pretty good. Yeah, every other character was just wasted. Yeah, especially Havoc. Yeah, Havoc's huge, man. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, he's just gone. I mean, they, they basically just recreated Mystique. Right. Like, like they just like completely changed that character around to fit their needs. Yeah. Exactly. But this, it's just a ton of characters that were just like thrown off the cliff. Yeah. I'm not talking like when I talk when I talk about throwing off the cliff. I'm not talking about like Jubilee and Longshot and fucking Dazzler. No, seriously. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. Like you have your yeah. sub X Men in the in the books, right? Right. But they threw their good ones away too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Especially Cyclops. There's a very good storyline with Cyclops. Yeah. And they just bitch. Yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, I'm a whiny know. bitch because that's my girl. Yeah. I mean, I get it in one in some respect, but right. Cyclops is pretty fucking powerful. He's like, yeah. he's like number one. Yeah, there's, you know a, what there's I mean? a reason why he's the leader of the X Men, right? You know, I mean, honestly, there is. There's a reason why Charles chose him, and it never shows up ever, ever. He he plays the whiny bitch role. Yeah, and I, I kind of got sick of that. Yeah, I mean, it's his massive power. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's a waste of an actor. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Because James Morrison's a good actor. He could have done what we wanted the Cyclops to be. Yeah, for sure. But no, we had to go to Wolverine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I think that's what Fox did wrong and Singer did wrong, was he, he's focused so much on on those top three right. that the other characters just got lost. You know? I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I saw I saw um, better freeze action in the Incredibles than I did from the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I I know that sounds odd, but I mean, like, I always liked Iceman's character. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the joke has always been the best Fantastic Four movie ever was the Incredibles. You know. I don't want it. I mean, you know, that's... So... No, you're right. It's just... I thought it was a lot of wasted characters. Yeah, I agree. And with Marvel, they didn't waste the characters. No. Each one had a part to play. Well, they, they do waste characters. They do. Like, I mean, if you if you look over the years, how many villains have they kind of screwed up? Marvel? Yeah. I mean, we give them, like, this huge pat on the back because Thanos was so fucking good in these two movies. He was. But, I mean, like... They did mess up um, Ultron. Yeah, I mean, Ultron wasn't is a forgettable villain, which is disappointing because, again, you had a great actor portraying him in motion capture and in voice. He was good. Though. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you, you, you look, like... Other than Loki, I mean, you, know, you you have Loki, you had Red Skull, 
Well, Red Skull served his purpose on what right, it was. Right, but I'm saying, but Red Skull was done well. Like he's, I'm just pointing out the ones that they did well. Oh, okay. Okay, like you know, you had Loki, Red Skull, um, Red Skull was good, man. Ronan. Yeah, that's a character I wish they would add more of. Right, exactly. I mean, that, but that's the problem with that character is like, like they <laughs> killed him off as part of the problem too. Right. Like, like that was so disappointing because like you wanted that character to come back. Like Ronan the Accuser is like huge. Yeah, he you is. Know? He is. He is. You know, and it's like disappointing that he's gone. And like we got so excited when we got a little bit of him in Captain Marvel. We're like, oh <laughs> fuck, there he is. Yeah. yeah. You know, and again, a great actor in Lee Pace. Yeah. You know that where you're like, fuck, this guy's good. Why? Why would you? Just get rid of him, I guess. Right, right, right. Um, you know, Keaton's vulture. Well, yeah, but we don't know where that's going. Right, but still, like, I mean, that, but that character, I'm just, I'm pointing out the I mean, good, good ones. Yeah, Keaton's vulture was perfect. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you look over some of the other stuff, though, like, you know, Ego was, I mean, wasn't that well done. Nah. Um, you know, we talk, we've talked about, you know, the, the whiplash... I liked Whiplash. I, I, but again, it, it wasn't done well enough. Like, I, I like it, it could have been a better character. Yeah, he could have been way more aggressive than what he was. Yeah. Um, but I did like Whiplash. I, I, you know, the Mandarin? Oh. I can't. You know, but just any, any all the villains in, in, in Iron Man 3, all of them, poorly done. So I think my, 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 my point is like it, for as much as again as a pat on the back we want to give Marvel for getting all these characters right as far as the heroes go they do like one of the complaints about Marvel Studios movies is the villains are many times forgettable right or bad just flat out bad yeah you some know? of them are bad yeah like even the Iron Monger wasn't that good yeah you know Ultron oh. could have been so much more. Yeah. But Ultron was still better than fucking ugh. the Mandarin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's funny how, like, yeah, but, yeah, but that's how it works. Like, where it's vice versa. At the other I wonder side. if, I wonder if the, you know, the top guys were like, eh, I'm just going to take a day off. Go ahead and do Iron Man 3. I'm Working on some Avenger shit right now. That was Robert Downey Jr. flexing his muscle. Because Favreau wasn't coming back. Yeah. He said he wasn't going to come back to direct Iron Man 3. So that was Downey saying, well, I want Shane Black to do the movie. And Shane Black wrote a Shane Black movie and put Iron Man in it. Yeah. You know, which works great for a Shane Black movie, but not for Marvel. That's the only time... It's really the only time they ever... I, I think this is like a lesson Kevin Feige learned. It's the only time they kind of gave a director carte blanche. Yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of said, well, you have to include a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's what we need. But otherwise, go ahead and do what you want. And I... Because, I mean, like... How can you ruin a villain like that? Yeah. I mean, you already got a B-level character with a... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Why would you do that? And, like, I mean, AIM. They ruined AIM. Yeah. This great criminal organization. Yeah. You know. Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was frustrating. It was, it was frustrating as a fan to 
see all of this kind of get flushed on the toilet in that movie. Yeah, I almost walked out of that movie. You know that. So, I mean, like, that that's... But, like, you look at, like, Thor 2 with um, the Dark Elves. Yeah. That, I mean, and again, you have a great actor, Christopher Eccleston, in that movie. Eh, kind of ruined. Like, yeah. wasted. I don't mind Thor 2 as much, though. I don't mind Thor 2 as much either, but still, like, I mean... If you look at the, the the villains, it's like you know you you, you have kind of have to ask yourself who was the villain that again? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's how bad the villains were. Yeah, you know I mean that that's the, the you know, um, even you know the first Ant Man movie, you know Yellow Jacket's not that memorable. No, but he was good. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah, but like other than that, like you know, <laughs> the fucking Toy Train part was fucking killer yeah. in that movie. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Back. But like, the, the, <laughs> this is the point that I think a lot of people make when it comes to Marvel, and it's funny because the other, the, on the other side, the folks at DC, one of the biggest complaints about them is that they, the villains are always the one who steal the show, right? And the the, the hero is always just kind of so so. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the most part. Yeah. Where do you get that balance? Yeah, it, it's know? hard to get that balance. I mean, Marvel's gotten it right a few times. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. like you know. We, we, we talk about, like, you know, Loki's a great character that they've been able to carry throughout 20 movies. Right. Um, you know, Red Skull, like, one of the great moments in Infinity War is when Red Skull shows up. You're like, oh, oh fuck. Uh, this is where you've been. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Blew me away. Yeah. That was a, was I a, did not see that coming no, as far as you... but it was a great moment. Yeah. It was an absolutely phenomenal moment. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Um, I mean, and, and we've gushed over Keaton as, as Vulture. Oh, yeah. You know, we've just gushed over him. And, and it's one of those things where, like, so, like, Marvel's gotten it right from time to time. I mean, e- e- even Ronan, like, the, the, the way they portrayed Ronan was fantastic. Is just, at the end of the day, he kind of got wasted as just another mustache-twirling villain that, that, that got eliminated. Yeah. And that was a disappointment. That was. You know, but... But it was a great scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, because oh. we're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. I mean, that's just phenomenal. I mean, that's yeah. So I mean, it's just it's it's funny that way that like Mar- Marvel, for the most part, has struggled with their villains and making them memorable and something you want to somebody you want to see make a return. But yet you're right, like with the heroes, they they put so much emphasis into getting them right. Right, you and know? they lost track of the the villains. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can get Doctor Doom right. Fingers crossed. Praying. Goddamn praying. Yeah. Because, you know, people talk Galactus and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I mean, I get... I get Galactus bigger than life. I get it. I get you want to introduce Surfer probably into this world, which should be. Yeah. Um, because I like Surfer. I think he's a cool character. Um... You know, you're bringing in the Axeman, all this crap, but you gotta have fucking Doom. I mean, like... Yeah. If you think about a villain that should be at the top... I mean, Thanos was at the top, I agree. Yeah. Infinity War, I mean, like... Thanos is there. I mean, Thanos was that villain. Right. You gotta bring Doom in. Yeah. I mean, who else is there? I mean, like, there... I mean, there's a number of people, but... Kane the Conqueror. I mean, people have talked about that and right. all this crap. And 
But you gotta bring Doom in. Right. Not number one, it hits home. It's earthly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Number two, he's such a good villain. Yeah. I mean it's constant strive for power. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. Cares about nobody yeah. but himself. Yeah. So they have to bring him in. And they have to get him right. Yeah. I just don't want Doom being some B-level villain. I agree. That dies. Yeah. Doom doesn't die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. I mean, I've seen the guy melted. Yeah. Skin torn off his body and he still lives. Yeah. I mean, he's the kind of evil that just keeps going. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not being beaten by a fire hydrant. I'm just telling you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Now, if they wouldn't have killed him, in a sense, you know what I mean? Like, the team up was cool. That's what you they they captured the comic beautifully in, the, in that scene. Right. They did. I mean, it was a whole team up thing yeah. and root for the four, and I get it. Right. But come on, man. And I still haven't seen the new one. I just refuse. Well, oh, the um, the Josh Drake one. Yeah, I. Whew, I just refuse. It, to it's see it. it's the hardest watch I ever sat through. Yeah. I can't do it. I just, yeah I can't. It's a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. It's a mess and a fucking half. Not that I was a huge four fan. Yeah. But I don't like to see characters get ruined. Well, I think you more, know what I mean? more importantly, the four of the linchpin. Yeah. Like, we've talked about, like, how do you replace Tony Stark and how do you replace Cap with Reed Richards? Yeah. Like, in all honesty, like, Reed Richards is that guy. Yeah. He's the guy, like, you know, Reed Richards and, and Charles Xavier are the two next guys who would be, like, the linchpins of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. You know. Not... Not strange. No. No. Strange kind of does his own thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, shows up where needed. Yeah. Mystical. You know what I mean? But he's not... I don't know. It, the universe needs Richards. Yeah. I agree. Like, I mean, it needs re- the, that. That's going to be like, you know... What what brings this 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 whole universe back together? In my opinion, is Reed Richards. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope they get a good actor. I would, if it was me, <laughs> I'd say John Hamm. Yeah. Yeah. I think he he's got what it takes to play that character earnestly. Okay. Like I, I, I think the other side of that is he's of an age now. Like everybody talks about, I'd love to see him play Batman and stuff. He's he, I, at this point, like he, you know, he's too old to want to take on a role like that. Yeah. But I can see him playing a Reed Richards. Yeah. You know. I, I hear you. Yeah. You were expecting <laughs> a Matt Bomer or Army Hammer? No, no, no. I, I could just, I, I could see him. Pulling that off, in my in my opinion. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it'd be good. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know either, but... In Marvel, we trust. Yeah. And I'm just praying that it turns out the way I want it. Yeah. I read something disturbing the other day. The, the other day that... <clears throat> the whole WandaVision thing. Yeah. And they, and they compared it to like a cross between a... Sci-fi whatever. Yeah. Mixed with a 70s sitcom. Well, I mean, that like the poster kind of indicates that. I don't know if I want that. I, it's supposed to lead into the next Doctor Strange movie. Like, she appears in the next Doctor Strange movie, and apparently it leads into that. So I don't know if this is going to be... I don't know if I want a sitcom out of it. All I can think of is fucking Three's Company. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why. I, I get that. Like, you know... I don't know if I, I don't know if I get the banter back and forth and stuff yeah. like that, but I don't know if I want like I don't want him to ruin witch is what I'm saying. I think she's going to be going into madness. And I think you know part of that's going to end up like her powers are going to end up going haywire. Cuz I mean, let's face it. Vision's dead. Right. He did not come back. All right. You know so, like, how is Paul Bettany involved in this then? Well, it has to be a figment of her imagination. It has to be in her head. Yeah. And in her head, it's playing out like a 70s sitcom. Okay. You know what I mean? That's, that's my guess. And then uh. somehow the government has Kat Denning, because Kat Denning's in this as well, playing really? Darcy. Really? Yeah. Okay. And Kat, I'm sure Kat, like the government has Cat Denning like observing her, making sure she's okay. Because her and the guy who played the FBI agent, or the yeah, the FBI agent from uh, Ant Man and Wasp, he's supposed to be in it too. Okay, and that guy. Yeah. So I, I, that's my thinking is like there's shit going on in her head, and her powers are going haywire, and they're bringing in Darcy to try to figure out what the fuck's going on, and. The guy from the, the, the FBI guys there is, is a government liaison or something. like it, it, it. But in her head, it's all playing like a 70s sitcom with her and Vision. Okay. And that leads you to Doctor Strange and whatever's going on with that. Yeah, he's like, you better settle down, chick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's an interesting... Like, I, I, I get what your point. Like, I mean, I heard that too, and I'm looking at that post, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But then I see, like, in the in the background, like, that, that shadow, and, you know, She's got the headpiece on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh shit. She does have that. I haven't seen it. In the, if you look, if you look at the poster, like in the foreground, it's her and, and and Vision, and it looks like like something out of fucking Leave It to Beaver. Okay. Like he's got the sweater on. You know, he doesn't look like Vision. You know, he looks like Paul Bettany, and she's got the pearls and the dress. Like, I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. fucking Leave It to Beaver. But in the background, there's a, a there's shadows being projected on the wall, and it's Vision and it's Scarlet Witch, and the the Scarlet Witch, uh, shadow has the headpiece. Oh, really? With yeah. The, the ear. With yeah. the ear. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, oh fuck! I'd love to see her. <laughs> so maybe it will be interesting. Yeah. I'm that, just a little worried about it. Well, that leads us into like, I'm just gonna touch on it real quick because we're. 
we got so involved in this other conversation. Yeah. But there, there's this. Let me pull up this article. I got this from Slash Film. Uh-huh. Um, but like they're talking about like uh, Marvel TV being phased out. Okay. Okay. Now, for those who don't know, like Marvel TV is like a separate entity from Marvel Cinema from Marvel Studios. And that's run by somebody who's not Kevin Feige. Right. I know. There's yeah. a bitter war there. There's a bitter war there. So that's why, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fell under Marvel TV. And Daredevil and all the, 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 the Netflix shows fell under Marvel TV. And that's what part of the reason why, like, any more, like, the movies have no effect on, on fucking... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. Like, the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had no mention of the snap. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, from the look of things here, like, the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the snap means nothing. Yeah. You know, um, that's why, part of the reason why, like, those characters never, like, the, 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 from either Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or from any of the Marvel, uh, the Netflix shows, have ever showed up in the movies or ever been mentioned in the fucking movies. Yeah. Because there's this, like, division of church and state anymore that's, like, even though it technically, quote-unquote, is supposed to take place in in the same universe, they really don't acknowledge each other. Right. Okay. So, but now they're saying, like, with what Marvel Studios is doing with Disney+, Plus, Marvel TV just may be going away. Right. Because Marvel Studios is putting, like, $150 million into each of these TV shows that they're putting on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And they're not being produced by Marvel TV. Right. Marvel TV has nothing to do with it. This is all Kevin Feige. Right. And, you know, according to an individual with knowledge of the, of the productions, Marvel Studios execs and Feige held meetings early on to discuss how to maintain a visual standard fans have come to expect from Marvel films while still bringing their budgets more in line with other TV shows. Those budgets will still be on the high end of the spectrum. So I mean they're 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 talking about like huge money that they're putting into these and and meanwhile like like you know they're supposed to do a Ghost Rider show on Hulu that's been shit canned like you got to wonder how like some of these other shows that Marvel TV is doing like Cloak and da- Dagger um you know I mean Agents of Shield wraps up next summer that's the, the end of the, of the series. Yeah. Like, but you have to wonder, like, like, like a show like Cloak and Dagger, which is very popular on the Freeform Network. I hear a lot of people talk about it. How much longer is that going to last? How much longer are Runaways going to last? Yeah. You know, like there there are other shows that like you got to wonder how like when is it going like, to just be like yeah we're just shutting this all down because we got better things to do. Right. Uh, Variety has a report that indicates the fate of Marvel Television is in question as Marvel Entertainment takes a bigger interest in TV and streaming-based titles. To be clear, Marvel Television is going to go away, and they have several live-action projects at various stages of development, but the Variety story sure makes it sound like Marvel Entertainment is going to be doing the heavy lifting. Uh, Per the report, all Marvel Studio shows are expected to be six to eight episodes per season with budgets comparable to a Marvel film project, which typically runs between 100 and 150 million. Nice. Um, these budgets are much more higher than the Marvel television budgets, 
which indicates that Feige and company are striving to make a Disney plus Marvel shows uh, stand out from what we've previously seen. This is certainly a good strategy to draw in more Disney plus subscribers who will be getting their money's worth. So, so I mean, that, that, like, if it's one of those things, to, like, kind of let lay your head to to rest, right? I mean, there you go. Like, you know, it, it, it's five years going to be running the show, and they're putting big money into these. Bless you. Thank you. They're putting big money into these. Yeah. To to make them look like a Marvel movie. Right. So. I get it. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So let's go ahead and dip our Tony old mailbag. Mailbag. And as always, for some ungodly reason, we have a good friend, Superfan Thad. Nice. Nope. Can't even start off with it. <clears throat> Who looks at midget porn? This guy does. Of course. I like midget porn. No, 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 no. no. I own a sexy Mr. Rogers costume. That is this year's Halloween costume. I bet you can't wait to see my pictures. Oh, I can wait. (laughs) I can wait. I gives his thoughts on breastfeeding in public. Let me just tell you, you don't want to know. He states, I've been probed by aliens before. I believe that. <laughs> well, he was an alien with a medical degree and from India. Nice. Yuck. Tim likes dicks and thinks they are funny. Hell, I send him funny dick pics of myself every day. He usually points and laughs. Nice. Yeah, I wish you would get me out of that chain email. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's time. It's time for that special thing. You know. No, not that special touch Sean knows about. Want that, the haunted houses. Yeah, he did milk my colon once, and it was disturbing. (laughs) Yeah. It's time for Superfan Thaz Haunted House Review. Nice. Yeah. This is important. This is important. He takes this very seriously. Yeah. This week we went to Wells Township in Ohio. Jesus. The building of the haunt used to store dead bodies from the Civil War. We bought VIP for 25 bucks. This also included the zombie challenge. There was a live band as you waited. Okay, I have to break character before I continue. We were in a group with some hillbilly, no-tooth Ohioan, who brought their one-year-old to the haunter, the haunted house. I shit you not. Crystal has pictures. What asshole brings their one-year-old daughter, whose name was Lexi, future stripper or porn star here, to the haunt? <laughs> and no, it was not Bridget the Midget either. Yeah. That's, I get your point. That's, man, get a babysitter. Yeah. Okay, back to the haunt. This was the first time we went to this one in a while. It was pretty good. Okay. There were a lot of original ideas here. The first scene when they told you about the rules was a good start. You were in a crypt and two slaves, or maybe Mr. Slave, pulled out a coffin and the 
Dead Skeleton Rose. It was pretty good. The other scene I liked was the Donkey Kong scene. You were up against the wall and Donkey Kong music was playing. The curtain dropped and you saw Mario's head. Then all of a sudden a bunch of barrels came at your face. That's kind of cool. Yeah. As Negan would say, baby Lexi just pissed her pants. <laughs> the zombie challenge was decent. You went through a maze and the zombies tried to grab your flag. This lasted a good 30 to 40 minutes and we give it a solid 4 out of 5. Okay, I have to go. Crystal needs my sworn testimony as we submit info to CYS about the hillbilly father. Okay. Well, good to see you're doing your good deed for the day, sir. Yeah. Next up is a good friend, the Otter, okay. better known as Superfan Tim. Tim writes in, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Hey. Really short this week and I can't find my notebook. It must be somewhere in the car. Weird. Someone will steal my innermost thoughts and clearly use to make millions upon millions of imaginary dollars. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Spider-Man coming back to the MCU. Well, boy, you will not be disappointed. Yeah. Well, lame-ass write-in. Fed, I'm sure, picked up my slack with a new Haunted House review. Can't wait for him to get trapped in one of those. Sorry, I'll be better next time. Otter. Well, I'm sorry you lost your notebook. Yeah. I can't believe you don't, you know, have want to expound upon all the stuff we talked about involving the cars and Elton John and yeah, all the other stuff we talked about. You don't pay that close of attention, <laughs> right? Fuck. All right, that's all I got. All right, son. Anything like to add to the proceedings, there, sir? No, I'm good. Well, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey, you can send us an email like these fine folks have. An email address is pittsburghnerdyahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. Very easy to find. Um, and remember, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. Uh, just give them a Google search and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener. Uh, for taking the time to enjoy our hijinks and shenanigans each and every week. Uh, we can't thank you enough for for taking this little journey with us. Yeah. So, that's it. Cool. So, on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>